leap of faith. This is the way. Truth is, I am Iron Man. Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood here on the show. I'm your host, Christian, joined by my co-host, Devin, and friend of the show, Leo from Geekly Goods. And we're about to take the red pill to see how deep the rabbit hole goes with our Franchise Revisited series, um, continuing our Franchise Revisited series of The Matrix, with, of course, leading into The Matrix Reloaded. And before we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. If you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at FilmOptics. That is Optics with an X. Devin, how are you doing today, mate? You doing good? I thought we confirmed that you were a blue pill guy. We maybe maybe uh, <laughs> you changed your mind. We did. We did. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> just take the blue pill and just forget about everything. Just go on with your life. It's all okay. It's still creepy to think about because it's like, it's it's still like a mind twist. Because, you know, obviously, yeah, you, you wake up as if nothing happened and you just go back to your regular life. You have no recollection of what happened before. It's and a very you're, calming presence for you. It really is. It's it's kind of like I don't know. It's it's strange stuff. But Leo, how are you doing today, man? Guys, oh, thanks for having me. Leo, I should say. <laughs> thanks for having me. Uh it's great to be back on, y'all. I'm doing good, man. Like, look, red pill, blue pill. Um, aside from the toxic meaning that the internet has given to the red pill, I do really like the concept of it in the Matrix movie. Just learning this like potentially life-changing truth that could that completely removes you from your setting as opposed to the blue pill where you just kind of sit back and wake up and you're back in the same place the next day dude i'm gonna take that red pill <laughs> that, that rage against the machine energy yes which was a cool ending uh credit song for the first one it was so perfectly 90s yes it was <laughs> Like it's, I mean, it, the first one came out in 1999, but it's like, man, like the, the 2000 vibes were there. Yeah, they just yeah. were. Oh man, I was going back watching like the first Matrix trailer. You know, just you know, the aspect ratios, whatever. But it's like, man, they they really don't make trailers like this anymore. They really don't. Um, I didn't get a chance to rewatch the Matrix Reloaded, um, uh, the uh, trailer yet, but I definitely will. But yeah, uh, as I said before, you know, we are here to be talking about uh, The Matrix Reloaded on our uh, road to Matrix 4 for our Franchise Revisited series. So it is a lot of fun, but it's great to have you on, Leo. I know you've been a big um, a big supporter of Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I just watched the uh, the Reloaded trailer. It's it's pretty funny. It says eyes will pop, nerves will jangle, <laughs> thoughts will be provoked. There was just so much more effort back then. You know, it, 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 here's the thing about movies and trailers back before like 2010. They didn't have access to all the great technology that we have access to now. So they just came up with the most creative, whether goofy or not, yeah. stuff they could at the moment. It's just, you can't really, we can't get that back. You know, we can't get that back with the new tech. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you really, really can't. Like it's, it it is a very it, it's unfortunate and i you know especially like shows like iCarly it's like you know we we we've seen how 
you know, the internet just, you know, everything's so instant. And, you know, especially nowadays, like, I mean, could you imagine if like the internet was, is where it was during like the last airbender or I don't know, I can't even say Avengers, probably something prior to that. Like maybe Sam Raimi's Spider-Man or something like that, like early, early superhero movies. Like, yeah, it would honestly probably be very terrible. So I'm kind of glad, you know, it, it's take it or leave it. You know, it's there. Twitter is Twitter. So <laughs> I'm very interested to see how, how the internet handles the new matrix movie because they never really had a matrix movie in the internet era era that we're in. Yeah, that's true because uh matrix reloaded and uh revolutions was uh filmed back to back. So, you know, th- this one definitely ends on a big, big cliffhanger and we'll definitely talk about that. So are you guys ready to get into our matrix reloaded review? Oh yeah. Ready to go down the rabbit hole. Follow the white rabbit. (laughs) All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with our Matrix Reloaded review right after this short break. Here we go. Hi, you fellas. It's him. Do we proceed? Yes. He is still only human. All of our lives, we have fought this war. Tonight, I believe we can end it. That's a nice trick. Huh. Upgrades. Mr. Anderson. Surprised to see me? So now he's found a way to copy himself. Now there's more than one of them. A lot more. All right, and we're back. You just listened to a little snippet of the Matrix Reloaded trailer here, directed again by Lana and Lily Wachowski, and writers are the same, Lana and Lily. And, of course, coming back, you got Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, and Carrie Ann Moss with a few new faces as well. And the synopsis is as follows. Freedom Fighters, Neo, Trinity, and Morpheus continue to lead the revolt against the machine army, unleashing their arsenal of extraordinary skills and weaponry against these uh, systematic forces of repression and exploitation. Ooh, man, oh man. So for those of you who don't know, the entire Matrix trilogy and the Animatrix are streaming on HBO Max. So you have that, you know, they're they're all there. Get, Get yourself nice and prepped. Come listen to the podcast. Come listen to the show. So you can get nice and prepped for Matrix 4 because I believe after Matrix 4, I think Don't Look Up is like the only other film I'm actually looking forward to this year. Or I think that is actually coming out. We also have the, um, what was the it? The King's Book Man of- is coming oh, out. Oh yeah, The King's Man. I'm sorry. Thank Nightmare you. Alley. Yep, Nightmare oh, Alley. Yeah, I saw that one already. But <laughs> same <laughs> But live seal for now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and uh, Book of Boba Fett. I think that's the only other thing that's uh, closing out the year. The very odd time to be dropping that, by the way. Well, it is Star Wars Disney December. You know, Star Wars stuff comes out in December, but it just feels like it should be another Mando season. I I, I agree for sure. I was like, <laughs> for sure, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see because I only saw the first two episodes of that. Uh, Star Wars Rebel, what the the Bad Batch, and I was like, how many episodes is this? It was like twenty something or sixteen. I was like, oh no, <laughs> way <laughs> oh, too many. No. Oh no, but that is all right. We again, we are here to talk 
about Matrix Reloaded. So I'm going to pass it over to Leo really quick so we can give just a little spiel about your introduction to the Matrix. And um, while you're at it, we'll kind of just start off on that foot with your um, your initial thoughts on your rewatch of Matrix Reloaded as well. Let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Well, you know, one day I was going to work, uh, working at a, a software company, just like every day. And then I got a random call from a guy. His name was Morpheus. And then he, <laughs> no, I'm just um, but he has really cool glasses. Yeah, real cool glasses, cool, deep voice. Uh, but my introduction to Matrix was around 2000, 2001. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to like actually see it in theaters because I was a child at the time. But a friend of mine, his father like rented the matrix one day and was like, you guys want to watch this? And I just remember seeing the matrix and I'm like, you know, coming from power Rangers and Digimon and stuff like that. And like seeing this really cool technology and visuals that we haven't seen before coming off of nineties movies and nineties action. It was absolutely revolutionary. Even as a child to see something like this, I thought like, wow, like the cool movements, like Neo, the slow-mo, the amazing like fight choreography for the time it was just for the time and even now going back and looking just thinking about other movies in the era it does still stand out and it is still a blueprint for how action movies have shaped up now and when you go back and you rewatch the matrix you may think oh this kind of looks a little funny or goofy but that's what they were working with at the time and for them to make that at in 2000 in 2003 was actually a huge accomplishment so i go back to these movies and that goes the same for since no way home's coming out this week spider-man the raimi trilogy you i don't really gauge these movies and their visuals based on today's standards you gotta really think about the era that they come from and going back to 1999 and 2003 and just thinking about movies from that time man those scenes are just so well shot, well choreographed. It's crazy going back and watching those and like realizing that it's 2000 and, and 2003 as opposed to 2011, 2014, which I just got done watching The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and I'm like, look, the Matrix visuals are better than that. So that's saying a lot that it was ahead of its time visually and it was very, I like the first one the most, of course, because of how deep the message got but it didn't get out of control i think reloaded when you introduce the architect is when things start to kind of slip through the cracks for me i'm like okay we were in this kind of really deep heady theme of like okay are we a part of is our reality programmed from the start or do we have free will and are we allowed to get outside of what we're destined to be it was this cool, ambiguous question that the, the Matrix, the first one, had asked. And then I felt like they got to reload it. We still had that. Neo was the the prophecy at the time. He was the chosen one. And then we get to the, the architect, and he's like, oh, actually, everything was a lie. And it's like, oh, 
So all those cool heady themes you guys came up with were alive. Yeah. It was a little bit amazing ending of the first one. Yeah, the ending of the first one was so awesome, especially because you hadn't seen. Yeah, you hadn't seen Neo fly, and it was just like, oh, that's really cool. Like, just really great themes, great visuals. I mean, look, the acting's not outstanding, but I'm not looking for that out of a 1999 action movie anyway. But the action, the visuals, the choreography, really, really well done for its time, and even just now. Yeah, yeah, that that's all well said for sure. It's it has been a crazy, crazy jump because you know thinking back, you know, like nineteen, like two thousand three is when Matrix Reloaded came out. So what Spider Man was already out, um, had already hit theaters. Sam Raimi's first Spider Man because that came out two thousand two. Um, Harry Potter was starting to you know take off, and so was Lord of the Rings as well. So this really was like around this time, like early two thousands. This really was like a big time for warner brothers if you really think about it they had some really good properties at the time uh, but i'll pass over to Devin really quick and then i'll give my initial thoughts but Devin, i mean I, it's it's been a while since me and you have actually watched anything matrix as we mentioned in our uh um our uh, first matrix uh uh revisited ser- um, episode so give me your thoughts on this you know it's it's been a while so what's on your mind yeah, like I mentioned, I think as a child, uh, Matrix Reloaded, I remember it just blowing me away, um, just how cool and entertaining it was. And on rewatch, I definitely see the entertainment value, but I'd say overall it's kind of uneven. Like the whole the whole first like half hour or so in Zion, it's just kind of kind of out of nowhere. It feels like. I understand they're trying to to do some world building with Zion and all these people here, but to branch out that far out of the scope from the first one to like hundreds of thousands of people in the city, it felt a bit off. But then once they get into um, kind of the action scenes, just the long highway scene is incredible. It's like, it's insanity that they, they pulled that off. Um, and I feel like, because this movie had almost triple the budget as the first one. First one was around 60 million. This one's at about 150 million. Feels like they got a little too overboard with the with the visual effects attempts here. It feels like they were a bit ahead of their time and just a little too ambitious because there's a lot of scenes where we get the video game cutscene Neo where it's just very obvious and he's like flopping around like Gumby. I mean it's it's entertaining, but it just kind of takes away from the scene a little bit. Specifically, the uh, the park fight scene with um, Agent Smith. It's very cool, but there's just a lot of parts where it's like, that looks pretty goofy. Just because he's flopping around and doing all these stunts as a as a cartoon character, basically. But other than that, um, it's definitely very entertaining. I agree with Leo that the, um, the architect part is a bit much. They just kind of went a little overboard there at the end but other than that i love the twins i always thought those looked really cool and their weird power of like transportation like ghostly spirit transportation always was entertaining and cool for me but yeah overall entertaining but a bit uneven yeah i I definitely agree with your points there as well it's it, it was you know coming from this uh from the first one you know it's it's really hard to follow up the the original and in any franchise really because you know if the world is new it's fresh you're learning all these you know the, how how the world works the culture 
the uh, the world building and just just every you know the characters everything that comes with it um i do like you know first first off you know you put on matrix reloaded boom there's trinity you know and yeah that, that first scene is great like it's it like looks, okay it looks like really we good too. are here <laughs> we are here <laughs> and it's you know it's it's a big big action scene i i really think with this movie you know there there are a lot more action this movie's a lot more action heavy and like you guys said with the architects and you know the key maker and everything it gets even even with um yeah sorry the, the architect the key maker it's you know that whole monologue with the architect and i was just like wait like i i understood the words he was saying but i wasn't processing what the meaning of that was so it was just like this super long monologue monologue of like okay you know it's it's very explanation heavy within that entire scene but overall you know there's a lot of great fight scenes you know a lot of great action scenes in this film um as devin mentioned before with the highway scene was probably my favorite um i do feel like the scene between um the uh, uh, a- uh agent smith and neo took a little too long because i was kind of sitting there i'm like oh this fight is still going like i mean it's great don't get me wrong but oh, you know man. it's it's it, it it is amazing this is this is like this is like kakashi facing like all these like multiple like <laughs> shadow clone naruto's up in here just kind of just going all over the place but it's it, I really did enjoy it up to a certain point. You know, we kind of find out that, you know, and obviously, you know, spoilers for everyone who hasn't seen this the movie came out in 2003. So that's like your first and only warning. So, um, you know, we find out that, you know, Neo isn't technically the one and there's been other ones and he's the sixth one. Yeah, the sixth one. See, I hated that. I hated that. Honestly, I liked the first movie when when the, the Oracle just tells him, you're not the one, but if you believe you are, you will be. I, I kind of like that philosophy. I was like, run with that. Let's not go with the typical chosen one narrative. Maybe Neo isn't the one. I, I really liked them setting that up. And then they just kind of flubbed that here. I, it was like, why, why do we even have to backtrack? Yeah, it's it's strange because, I mean, like I said, I love the world building. You know, you first we finally get to see Z- Zion and, you know, the the entire culture of all of those, uh, you know, the humans have who have woken up and, you know, or are actually living in this, you know, this post-apocalyptic world that's run by machines. Um, and, you know, we, we we see others, you know, their, their, their leather skin, alligator, you know, jackets and stuff. Everyone has their glasses on. Everyone's looking super serious, super, super sleek, you know, like that is the Matrix. And of course, the green tent is back as always. Yeah. Uh, what, what do we what do we think about the never ending sex scene in the beginning there, dude? Okay, I was about to bring that up. <laughs> I cannot believe how long that went on. Very very long. Like I didn't mind looking at Carrie Ann Moss like that. So I mean, cool. uh, <laughs> I'm I mean, cool over here. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, Leo, trust me, I I totally got you. But I was like, I was looking at my phone. I'm like, man, this this is still going on. Yeah, like, this is still ongoing. Scenes really drag here. It's almost like besides the highway sequence, they could have definitely chopped some of these scenes down and mixed them up in the movie a little bit better. I do like the 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 length of the highway sequence just because of how important it is to film, but you're right. Like you were saying with the Age of Smith stuff, I loved it and it was goofy, it was over the top, it was over ambitious, but I still love 
when he like knocks a pole into one of them and just runs on top of all of them. <laughs> I love that little sequence as goofy as it looks and, and weird as it looks still love it, man. And like, it's one, it's another one of those like, Oh, this is what they were working with at the time. Could you imagine something like this with like now? now? Yeah. That's yeah. now. We'll see. Well, yeah, yeah, we, we'll definitely see. So it's, yeah, and, you know, like like we said, it's, you know, it's, this movie seems to be like action, there's like a big action scene and then it's dialogue. Big action scene and then dialogue. I really, like, I think my favorite out of all the action scenes, I, outside of the, you know, because, like, it's been so long since I've seen this movie. Like, I remember watching this movie with, like, my parents and, like, their their friends came by and we watch it. But it's like, you know, I was younger. I wasn't. I was thinking about Harry Potter. I was not thinking about the matrix, like <laughs> to be completely honest, but um, it was, you know, it looks cool. I was like, Oh, that looks interesting. I like the, the action scenes, but the highway scene, they actually, um, the crew, they actually built that, like that highway for that specific scene. I forgot how long it's, it's a few miles long. I was watching the caravan of garbage uh, <laughs> video <laughs> from Mr. Sunday movies before uh, hopping on here, you know, trying to, then re re-educate myself on uh, certain things. But I thought that was pretty cool how, you know, that this, this film went to such great lengths to, you know, to, uh, you know, essentially match and or top the first one when it came to storytelling. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I thought it was cool. You know, we, we finally get more of the relationship between um, Trinity and Neo and, you know, Neo's vision of, uh, trinity dying and it's kind of like the roles are reversed a little bit with the whole you know him saving her what did you guys think about that yeah him saving her like kind of flipping it on its head i like that i think that it's cool to revisit a theme from the first one and like a, a really strong scene from the first one by flipping it on its head i think the mistake the second one makes is it it got a little too overboard with some of the headiness and I was like, okay, the, the first one really set up, as I was saying earlier, these questions about reality. And then this one kind of just seems to throw some of that away. And then you also have the animatrix in between this that explains some things. So things kind of go down a bit of a, no pun intended here, no, actually pun intended, rabbit hole a little bit, where it kind of gets, some of the lore gets really swallowed up in that second one. And I just think... I think there are a lot of good ideas in the second one, and I can understand if somebody likes the second one a little bit more, especially coming from an entertainment value. It does have a lot more action sequences. You don't really have to go into Neo being, you know, struggling with confidence or anything, because by now he's stopping bullets and like he's just the chosen. So it's like, okay, at this point, Neo has that has already had that stepping stone and we could just see him whoop some ass. But there are just things that get abandoned from that first one that made it really, really good. And it almost makes you question like, was a sequel needed? Yeah. Because, you know, as we, as I mentioned before, you know, both uh, matrix reloaded and uh, revolutions were filmed back to back and you know, they both came out in 2003. So um, <laughs> there's, there's also that, I feel like that really confused the audience. Um, I had to, well, like I said before, I was watching uh, the caravan of uh, garbage from Mr. Sunday movies, YouTube video about this. They covered this like ages ago. Um, I think earlier in the year or something like that. It's almost as they have like a hindsight, you know, but, um, <laughs> but uh, the, the, what did you get? Like, I don't know the, the, um, I guess the cliffhanger because, you know, Neo's in a coma. We find that, you know, Neo's trans powers 
don't necessarily only work in the matrix, but they work outside of the matrix when he's killing off the machines. And I don't know. It's even, I, I heard there was a theory about the, the old guy that Neil talks to when he's out of the matrix in Zion. Um, people were saying that he was one of the other ones that essentially restarted the matrix and picked, what was it? 12 being like 12 humans to help restart the civilization process. This is where stuff just starts to get like, okay, this is a little much. Like, was all that necessary? How about just not even having a one in general? By the way, um, rest in peace to Gloria Foster, the original Oracle. She was fantastic. Nothing against the actress in Revolutions, but I just think that Gloria had this really glowing presence and just was like so charming and so so like conversational with Neo. They had a really cool connection, I thought. But I just liked that conversation in the first one of like, well, it, like kind of this idea of is there even a the one? And I creating twelve of them and all the it was just too much, man. Too much. Yeah, it it, it was it was strange because it's, I mean, because like, I I had to go back like three times and listen to that dialogue scene with the architects because I was like, what is he saying right now? I don't I don't I don't get it. Like. This is, you know, I'm following, I was able to follow the story up to there. I'm like, okay, he finally made it to the architects and RIP to the key maker um, as well. You know, he, he he did a fantastic job. Like I, I thought it was- Speaking of the key maker, I never put together that the key maker is the doctor from John Wick. Yep. Oh, I did not know that. There's so many Matrix connections there. That John Wick is just so good. I, I'm really waiting for a John Wick Matrix crossover. Like I just, I, I can't. I think, didn't, he, didn't he bring that up and say that he didn't think it would work? Maybe that was something else. It probably wouldn't, but it's nice that they're able to reference each other because, you know, like I mentioned um, in our last episode with the Matrix 7 where, you know, the line from, you know, when Keanu says guns, lots of guns, that comes from the Matrix and it appears in John Wick 3. So it's it's pretty cool to kind of see nice little cameo, like, you know, uh, lines thrown in there or just cameo appearances altogether because it really is just... It may not, you know, John Wick may not be the Matrix, but it's, you know, Lawrence Fishburne's there and, you know, Keanu and the Keymaker. And I, I think that's a nice little callback to, to the Matrix for sure. Do, do yeah. something a little bit different and still have fun with it all for sure. Would you guys like to see a Matrix John Wick crossover? Like what if in Wick 4, it's like revealed that they're in the same universe? Like I, I would be fine with that, but I feel like, if they went like full fledged, like we're gonna do a crossover movie, that would just that would be a lot. There'd be a lot going on to have to explain all that. John Wick versus Neo. It's just Keanu oh versus Keanu. Keanu. Oh my god. That they were supposed be, to come um, out the same day. Um, the new Matrix from right. John Wick. Yeah. Originally. Uh, which one would you guys have watched first? Probably John Wick Four. To be honest, John Wick is so recent in memory. It takes the recency bias. And it's just making it more consistent. Yes. I was going to say as a whole, that's just a better series. John Wick. I agree, man. It's, I mean, it's, you know, it's, you know, when me and Devin were thinking about like, you know, either covering Spider-Man and the Matrix, you know, for kind of like December for Revisited. And, you know, I, I would have loved to cover Spider-Man. It's like, you know, I haven't seen the Matrix in a while. And yeah, these rewatches are definitely needed because I forgot most of this stuff. 
Yeah. It's not like with like Ghostbusters Afterlife. Like I didn't even bother watching one and two because like it's been a while since I've seen them, but like I have a general idea of what happened. So like it was, that's not something that I really felt like it was warranting a rewatch. Now, something like we said, like with the Matrix, definitely uh, for Spider-Man, you could definitely just get away with watching Homecoming and No Way Home, which is what I'm doing. I didn't have time to watch the other five, unfortunately, but I probably will afterwards because they'll be in like a big spidey mood. So, <laughs> but yeah, this one definitely uh, uh, deserved more of a rewatch. And, you know, overall, I really feel like um, I, I just, you know, I, I like the movie. It's just... That explanation at the end, and I, I believe that is, is that Agent Smith at the end who's also knocked unconscious? Because who was, like, that was one question, and then the other one was the guy with the blade who was about to kill Neo. Who was that? Was that? That was the same Agent? guy at the end, right? Was that the same guy? I think so. I'm not entirely sure. But Leo, are you able to confirm? I, I, look, I just watched it, y'all, and I'm yeah. <laughs> Because I was trying I to figure that out too. I think we're on the same page. Like what that ending, like cliffhanger, is with that the guy. Ending, it just ended very abruptly. I, I I don't know if I had to guess. I feel like Agent Smith like kind of hacked into Zion and became that random guy. I don't I don't really know. So I I'm totally allowed to at least say this. I have been through the entire franchise in the last like I went through it in two days, and I gotta admit like watching all of them like that was like whoa it's a lot. spread that out if you can yeah <laughs> you could see you watched the animatrix as well didn't you mm-hmm. and what i did is i actually went in the chronological order so some of the animatrix stories you have to go to after reloaded there's like two of them you go to before the matrix which is um there's like a part one part two that you go to before the matrix so the first one then you watch the matrix then there's a couple like a detective story and the kid because the kid in animatrix is the kid in reloaded so it gives him some context and then there's i think one other story before reloaded then you watch reloaded then you watch revolutions and then there's like two or three after it's a weird like watching it all in order was like mind-blowing to be honest and a little too much (laughs) yeah yeah i I, yeah for sure like i do want to watch the animatrix but it's like it's so difficult because, you know, I mean, I really like how the Matrix 4 is finally coming out. I mean, I didn't realize we needed it, but I mean, here we are. And it's very strange because it's, I don't know, like putting it in the same weekend as Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, I'm sorry, the weekend after, which I mean, Spider-Man is going to dominate throughout the rest of the year. Like people are going to be seeing that in Christmas. I'm sure there's a lot of Matrix fans out there, but I, I definitely and feel like it's going to be over. dual release too. Yeah, that is true. So a lot of people are going to be watching it at home for sure. I, I totally forgot about that. Devin. The last one. I, 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 I got some things to think about. <laughs> Depending on my uh, situation next week. No, I should be able to see it in, in theaters. But uh, do you guys plan on seeing The Matrix Four in theaters? Oh yeah. 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 I'm getting all the red pills from AMC. Give me a <laughs> bucket of red pills. <laughs> It's just a bunch of uh, Mike and Ikes. <laughs> they should do that as a promotion. Just separate all the red Mike and Ikes and just sell them. The blue ones. So are tight. there blue Mike and Ikes? I don't know if there are, but they can I make them pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, they, they should be able to make those. They got every other color. AMC, if you're listening, I know you are. We need to be hired on your, your marketing team here. Yes. That's genius. <laughs> 
that would be pretty cool. It's like, I mean, if, if, if DreamWorks can do it for Shrek when they had the the green and purple uh, ketchup. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I thought was disgusting, but that's just me. Looked disgusting. I was like, it's so weird. I'm like, green ketchup? That's ugh, purple. I was like, no. It's just for some reason, that's just wrong to me at least but yeah they i i i miss marketing like that though for sure i definitely do but um i wanted to kind of throw it over to you guys before we close out here was there anything you wanted to um you know anything you wanted to kind of like get out there or mention before we get into scores and close out i wanted to just say i wanted to ask you guys if you think the architect would have been any any better if it was like a more known actor kind of like a cameo type role because the guy who the guy who did it, Helmet uh, Bakaitis, he did a good job, but it feels like it was just kind of lacking star power because he's supposed to be like the one above all, like the god of of everything. I, I was looking at the trivia and it said Sean Connery was originally supposed to be in that role, but he had to drop out. I feel like it could have been a little more interesting if it was a it was a known actor. Sean Maybe, Connery, Will um, Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah. Oh my God! He did. He did. <laughs> like the meme. He um, did that. That whole. <laughs> he did the whole uh, cop the sketch thing for yep. it. When he was, yeah, that was funny. That that was hilarious. But yeah, Leo, what do you think about Sean Connery? Yes or no? Oh yeah, like I I agree with you there, Devin. If it was somebody well known, it would have at least let that moment hit a little softer. Yeah. I I think for me, I was kind of leaning toward at the time James Earl Jones would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it, the the philosophy of that scene and the writing of that scene is really really messy. So I almost feel like if they if they brought in Earl Jones, like give that scene a little more meaning. But like all the meals playing on the screens while he's describing all this stuff, very distracting, a little confusing. And I got to that point in the movie and I was like, what is going on? Seriously, if, if they got James Earl Jones, they could have dropped an "I am your father." there you go even if james Earl jones was just like a disembodied voice like that would have been pretty awesome but like i would love to to actually have seen him because you know it it isn't you know an older guy in the role well i was watching uh the caravan of garbage from matrix reloaded (laughs) and mason's like what if neo just like punched him yeah i mean (laughs) like he seems pretty frail just kind of It's like, I mean, he's not doing anything. I mean, I guess he's the creator of the Matrix, but it's it's interesting. Like, I mean, I guess by saying there is no one, but then showing Neo, you know, taking the the path less traveled by literally because the other five ones, you know, decided to restart the human race or restart the Matrix. It's weird, but, you know, it's I just feel like the entire show, excuse me, not show. Wow. I'm still in Hawkeye mode. Excuse me. I feel like the entire film, especially the end, it just ended very abruptly. It's like, to be concluded. It's like, what? Like, I just, because I looked at the time, I paused his bathroom. I'm like, wait, what happens within the next five minutes? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. They shot him back to back. I totally forgot about that. But, um, yeah, let's get into scores here. I don't want to take up everyone's too much time. Leo's got some uh, important spidey business to handle at the Daily Bugle. So, um Let's go into scores. Uh, Leah, what would you give uh, the Matrix Reloaded after uh, your most recent rewatch? <laughs> Daily Bugle News. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> after the rewatch, are we going out of 10 or? Um, whatever your heart desires. It can be 10. It can be your letterbox score. I'm at a strong like six and a half, seven. 
And I wish I was a little higher because the mate, the original matrix for me is a very strong nine and a half. Yeah. Uh, there are just a lot of ideas that are trampled in this movie, especially in the last like 30 minutes of what the first one built up. But there are some incredible action sequences for the time. And I really do like Neo in this movie, especially because it was just like we went over, we hopped over the leap and bound of like him having to find the Matrix. But some of the stuff, Zion and some of that just took too much time in the movie. Like some of that was just like, okay, we could have grazed over this. And honestly, (laughs) this might be a spoiler ahead of Revolutions, but Revolutions, that third one, the third Matrix movie it's just so much Zion. And I was like, man, I miss Neo and Trinity being like this. I was already not looking forward to rewatching it. And, and now you just. <laughs> Sorry. Man. Even like, worse. Uh, it's just so much Zion in these two movies. I'm like, look, this is supposed to be about Neo being the one and, and being in the Matrix. And it's like, okay, we went into Zion and all the. I mean, it's cool to get Jada Pinkett over. Smith out of it, but like. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, what else? Love, love Jada Pinkett. My God, I forgot about that one. <laughs> I forgot about her. What? How so you forget long. about Jada Pinkett Smith, bro? In, but, in Matrix Revolutions, it's not a movie I necessarily go back to. <laughs> that's fair. She's in this one, too. So. Oh, my God. That's right. Wow. I, it's It's been a long week. I watched it yesterday. So many things went over my head. As soon as you said, I'm like, oh my God, yeah, that was her. And I was like, oh yeah, I know her. And then I didn't think, oh yeah, that's Jada Pinkett Smith. Nope, I just... Niobe! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can't forget about Link. (laughs) I was actually going to bring up Link because I thought he was hilarious in this movie. When he he gets home design and walks into his house, he's like, where's my (laughs) put? What? (laughs) That was was so good. The kids are there. (laughs) Oh, man. That was so, so funny. I was like, I like, and this is rated R. So it's like, you really don't get a lot of those raunchy, you know, I mean, this, it was, this movie was very sexual. <laughs> like, let's just throw that out there for sure. Uh, especially with the, uh, the lady eating the cake. I was like, uh, what? Zion is a horny city. <laughs> yes. Yes. Especially Zion. It's like, I mean, what else are they going to do all day? I mean, <laughs> They're, they're being taken over by machines. So, but yeah. Um, so Devin, what would you give this uh, for your score? I guess we'll just do out of 10. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're all kind of on the same page here. I agree that the Zion stuff is just, just feels unnecessary, especially coming off the first one. And I feel like mm-hmm. the ending of this one just kind of, just kind of takes away from the ending of the first one, a fair amount, which is kind of an issue that a lot of sequels have had. Um, I think I gave the first one like a 95 as well. I'm going to bring this one down to like the the 775 range, somewhere around there. Definitely still entertaining, but def it really has its issues that are kind of kind of peering through. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. It's um, like I said, I'm pretty, I'm sitting in like a seven out of ten, uh, probably like a three and a half on Letterbox uh, for sure. Because um, like when I first watched them, like, yeah, like I really liked it, and then you know after this conversation, it definitely. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's good, not great, but apparently it did better than the first Matrix when it came to the box office. But yeah, I give it like just like a solid seven out of I ten. I always love seeing those videos of people waiting outside for this moon at the theaters, mm-hmm. and they're all dressed up in their trench coats and glasses. <laughs> it's just amazing. <laughs> it was a phenomenon to look at. by that point, and it was actually the highest grossing R-rated film until Deadpool. 
Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah. It, it, it's so, you know, you, of course, never, we don't, we don't get midnight showings anymore, which kind of blows. Um, I think the last one I went to, uh, we didn't do it for Endgame. I didn't do it for Infinity War. I honestly think the last midnight, it was either one of the Hunger Game movies or I th- for sure it was Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows part two. That was like the last one within re unfortunately within recent memory uh for me. So it's it, you know, we were yeah, we really don't whew, it's been a while. Yeah, I know for sure mine was T A S M, the amazing Spider Man. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, the first one, the first one, not two. So Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. That that, that gets the pass. I thought you said the second one. Because you started watching it the other day, so I just associated with that. So yeah, yeah. The first the first one's not terrible but yeah so yeah let's uh get out of here definitely want to thank leo for coming on you know he's really really big matrix fan wanted to give him a chance to let everyone know what's coming up on his channel and where they can find you on the internet hey well first off thank you guys for having me on again it's always a pleasure to chat with y'all especially about the matrix it's one of my franchises that i just really enjoyed going back to this year and i'm really looking forward to watching matrix 4 I coming up on the channel, lots and lots of Spider-Man content this week. I'm working on a commentary and reaction to the amazing Spider-Man two after waiting five years to see that again. And also got a ranking with of the Spider-Man movies with no way home. We'll have a no way home spoiler free review out tomorrow and a spoiler review out on Friday. I will also have an ending explained and a lot more live streams regarding Spider-Man no way home this week. And next week is hitting heavy with Cobra Kai and Matrix 4. So be on the lookout, y'all. Come on over to youtube.com slash geekly goods. You'll see two G's at the top. That's me. Come on over and let's chat some Spidey, Matrix, and Cobra Kai. All right. So, yeah, uh, thank you for that, Leo. And again, thank you so much for coming on. It's it's always fun, you know, having you on. Uh, definitely. I'm looking forward to all your Spider-Man content where it's, you know, it, he's, he's my favorite superhero. So it's, I, I can't not ignore so him. <laughs> hey, man, I mean, Batman, like, if honestly, if I'm choosing, if, if Spider-Man was a blue pill and Batman was a red pill, I'm choosing a blue pill all day long. Same. <laughs> Same. 100%. 100%. But uh, my gosh, we have a few things coming up on our, uh, you know, on the podcast as well. Of course, you know, we have our uh, the first Matrix that me and Devin covered. And if you like our Franchise Revisited series, definitely go check out our Harry Potter movie series review that we did. Uh, just finished covering it a few weeks ago. Had a lot of amazing critics and uh, friends of the show and guests come on. Let's talk all things Harry Potter. Um, and we, we got the <clears throat> we got the new uh, trailer this this week for uh, or today for. Uh, not Crimes of Grindelwald, excuse me, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Excuse me. <laughs> but uh, other than that, you know, uh, of course, keep a lookout for our Hawkeye coverage. It's going to be hitting the uh, podcast every uh, single Wednesday for, well, actually, for, for this week and next week. And then we're, we're kind of done with that. Um, and of course, you know, we're going to be following this up with Matrix Revolutions. We also have our Spider-Man No Way Home review that's going to be dropping on uh, December 16th. Uh, definitely keep up for my written review of Spider-Man No Way Home over on the In Session Film 
website that is incestionfilm.com. And of course, my uh, The King's Man written review, which we which will be up on the um, incestionfilm.com as well. I'm going to try my best to do something much related for musiccitydriving.com as well. It really just depends. So you can you know follow my personal Twitter at Music City Nerd for those kind of updates. Um, other than No Way Home, uh, of course, you know, Matrix 4 hitting December 22nd. Um, don't Look Up. It's finally coming to Netflix on the 20th, on Christmas Eve, the 24th, I believe. So right. we got that. I think. I think that'll be our last movie of the year. But yeah, that pretty much covers everything that we're going to be uh, doing here on the show. Of course, you know, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics, Optics with an X, for all of those latest announcements of when those episodes are going to be dropped. So again, thank you, Leo, so much for coming on. Uh, and as always, Devin, thank you, my co-host, for coming on and talking all things movie and TV with us each and every week. So um, yeah, let's just wrap on out of here. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Leo, Devin, and my name is Christian. We'll see you guys in the Matrix.